Hello, and welcome to an afternoon delight. I'm Daniel. And I'm Melissa. For those of you who are not familiar with our afternoon delights, these are short and sweet. Very sweet. Actually, they're horrific. But what I try to do is I find a case that is happening right now in the news that has to do with our box. Yes, what something is, to do with your box. <laughs> what is our box, Daniel? Couples attempting to kill each other or successfully killing each other. Yeah, that about sums it up. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we're just going to get on into it. You yeah. ready for this one, babe? Let's do it. All right. The case that I'm about to tell you is about Che Kayong On and Young On. And these are correct. I looked these up and I listened to them and I practiced. So okay. these are these are how you say their names. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Close to 1 a.m. on Monday, October 17th, 2022. So we're talking like a week ago, almost a little over a week ago. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's what All I'm right. telling you. I find things this that is just like happen. Ha- this is like happening. This is happening right now. All right. Cool. The residents of 9948 Stedman Road Southeast, located in Lacey, Washington, were awakened by a pounding on their front door. A disheveled woman was asking for help, telling the homeowners that her husband was trying to kill her. A call was placed to the local 911 call center and Thurston County sheriffs were dispatched to the scene. As a deputy drove towards the home, he spotted a shadowy figure hiding behind a shed located in the home's front yard. The deputy stepped out of his vehicle and shined a light on the figure and saw that it was a woman who looked to be in distress. Once realizing that the deputy had arrived to help her, she ran out from her hiding place and into the arms of the deputy. She began crying and saying that her husband was trying to kill her and that he was still out in the woods somewhere. Oh, damn. The deputy led the woman into the back of his patrol car and upon inspection noticed that she had the remnants of duct tape around her neck, lower jaw, and ankles. She also had severe bruising on her head, arms, and legs. So she like escaped. Yes. This is amazing. Okay. Her clothes and hair were also covered in dirt. The deputy asked the woman her name, and she told him she was young on. The deputy recognized her name. This was the missing and endangered woman who the Lacey Police Department had asked all law enforcement to be on the lookout for. 42-year-old Young Ahn had been abducted by her husband of over 20 years. How do you get abducted by your husband? I'm about to tell you. Okay. You ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. Young was taken to the local hospital and put under police protection. Besides the bruising, Young had been stabbed multiple times with a long, thin knife in her chest area. What? She told the officers that after escaping from her husband, she had run through the woods for approximately 20 to 30 minutes before she came upon the home. Young could not recall from which direction she had run and had trouble recalling the events that led up to her being found. Well, of course, she's in shock. Right. She's just running frantically and wildly. She ran for her life. Sure. Dang. 
Law enforcement was checking the area around the home and into the woods for any sign of Che, but were unable to find him. At around 7.30 a.m., a suspicious-looking 2006 Dodge Grand Caravan was spotted along the Chehalis Western Trail and Stedman Road. Sheriff deputies were dispatched to the scene. Inside the van, they found Che, and he was taken into custody. So just the fact that the minivan was parked there was suspicious? Yes, because it was off of a trail. Ah, okay. Where I'm sure minivans don't necessarily go. Unless you're like awesome and you take (laughs) minivans on off-road trails. Yeah, I wouldn't think that'd be a place for a minivan. Especially in this area. This is a very rural and wooded area of Lacey in Washington. Minivan on like off-road trails is the makings of a YouTube video. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) After being treated by medical personnel, young An was ready to give her accounts of what happened. She and Che were in the process of getting a divorce. There it is. She was living at the family home with their two children, a daughter who was 20 and a son who was 11. Che had moved out but would come to the house once a week to do his laundry. What? Young and the two children arrived home after attending church service and Che Kayong's van was parked on the street. Young asked her daughter to take her brother and leave because she needed to talk to Che about their upcoming divorce and money issues. Yeah, the children that, left. That, that can't be a good conversation, especially Not to have in front of the church on the side of the road. No, they're in front of the home. They're oh, in front I'm of sorry. their house. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. After they had come home from church, Came he was there. Okay. Right. Yeah. He was there doing his laundry. If you're Which getting, means he had a key. If you're getting divorced, why would you be going back to the house once a week just to do laundry? Wouldn't you find an alternative way to do your laundry? Unless, I mean, obviously right. it's an excuse for him to come to the house. She's like, well, I got to come to the house because I got to do my laundry. Right. And I think this was an excuse for him to come to the house and still be a presence in the home, but not a good presence. Yeah. He was a toxic presence in this house. Right. Mm-hmm. Che immediately became angry, and the conversation became heated. Sure. Young asked Che to leave, and she went upstairs to her bedroom to change clothes, not realizing that Che had followed her. Che attacked her and punched her repeatedly in the head and threw her to the ground. Oh, jeez. He then tied her hands behind her back with duct tape and taped her eyes, mouth, thighs, and ankles. What the hell is he going to do with her? Shay left the room for a few minutes, and Young was able to call 911 from her Apple One watch and sent an emergency notification to her emergency contacts. She could hear the 911 dispatcher, but she could not communicate because her mouth was covered. Yep. All she could do was scream. Under the duct tape. Under the duct tape. That's all she could do was scream. But the 911 dispatcher did hear her. And realized that whoever was on the other end of this line was gagged and needed help. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. The dispatcher heard muffled screaming, random buttons being pushed, banging, and a dog barking. Oh, wow. The dispatcher was able to immediately trace the phone call to the home on Rossburg Street. 
Police officers in the area were notified and told there was possible trouble at this address. This was not the first time police officers had been dispatched to this home. There was a history of domestic violence at this location. So it almost flagged in their system. Like when they right. when the home comes up, I wonder I wouldn't know. I've never I, been it in does. A it flags dispatch center, but Yeah, it flags the home. Oh, yeah, so everything that has happened at that home will pull up. Gotcha. So right. that they know, hey, this is a potential situation. Exactly. Go in here. Right. Huh. Get those Apple watches, folks. Isn't that so awesome? Yeah. That an Apple watch can call 911 and give your location to all your emergency contacts. Yeah. And people don't think about that. Because you're kind of trained to think, oh, well, they have a phone, so I got to get the phone away from them. But you don't think right. about the watch. Yeah, I wouldn't think about the watch. And he's in his heightened state of mm-hmm. freak out mode or whatever he's doing, but probably didn't think that, oh, she has a watch on. It's a smart watch. It can do almost everything. Yeah. Huh. Well, he didn't think about it in time. Right. After Che returned to the bedroom, he dragged her down the hallway and down the stairs to the garage. It was then that Che realized that Young had her Apple watch on. He hit the watch with a hammer. Hammer time. Hitting her wrists in the process. Oh, oh, I know. I know. He hit the watch with a hammer while it's on her wrist. While it was on her wrist. Yes. Ouch. Then he removed the watch. Oh, he is an angry man. Yeah. Che then backed his van into the garage and shut the garage door. Young was put in the van. What the hell does this guy think he's going to accomplish? I don't know, but I think he had a plan. I don't it's think this was... Good, it's not a very good plan. No, but I don't think this was just a crime of passion. Yeah. I believe he had been thinking about what he was going to do for a while. Young had tried to open the back of the van with her toes, but she was trapped. Then she was driven around for a while. Okay. Once the van stopped... She was then taken out of the van and placed on the ground. Young could still see that it was daylight. Even though she had duct tape over her eyes, she could still see that it was daylight. Okay. And she could also hear her husband digging into the ground. Oh, no. Oh, that's... Oh, can you imagine? No. No, not at all. You can't move. This poor woman. You you can't see. You can only Mm -mm. hear... And the worst thoughts are going through your head. Absolutely. And And, thinking of her children. Yeah. And your psychopath husband, soon to be ex-husband, is digging. Yeah. Oh. Well, I know. I know. Once the digging stopped, Che stabbed her repeatedly in the chest with a knife. He just went to town. But didn't. Trying to murder her. But didn't kill her. Right. Holy crap. She was then lowered Into the ground, and a heavy tree was placed on top of her. What? He had dug a hole. He had dug her grave. Well, yeah, clearly. Oh, okay. uh, I was trying to shock you. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, let me be shocked. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Stop. (laughs) And then he put a heavy tree on top of her to keep her down. All right. But didn't bury her yet. Young could then hear her husband walking around, and he began to fill in the hole with dirt. She would wiggle around, trying to prevent the dirt from covering her face. Che kept repeating that she was going to die. Oh, Oh. my gosh. uh, No. No, no. Just 
110% pure panic. That is a horror movie. Yeah. Oh, this poor woman. Young told police that she was in that hole and covered with dirt for hours. She noticed it was now dark and she began wiggling her body around and was able to get free of the bindings around her wrist. She then was able to free her legs and remove the duct tape over her eyes and mouth. So she wasn't buried very well. No, he did not compact the dirt is what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's not like that movie Step Brothers where he buries him in the ground and he goes, just like cold case files, <laughs> just like cold case files. And he's yes. like tapping the top. Oh Remember God. that? Yeah. Like zombie. Sorry. Wow. I'm making a joke, but this is very serious. But that's what it reminds so That's s- what that reminded me of. I'm assuming the heavy tree branch, whatever, is still on top of her. It's still on top of her. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's how she was able to stay breathing is because the tree kind of blocked the dirt from completely smothering her. Right. And it probably was able to keep like air holes. Right. And yeah. No, I didn't think of that, but that makes a lot of sense. After taking the duct tape off of her eyes and mouth, she realized and she could see the van was still there. The windows were steamy and the dome light was on. So Che was still in there. What the hell is he doing? It's steamy. I wish I knew. It was steamy because he had all the windows rolled up. So he's just sitting in there like in this weird state of mind. Just He's probably listening to a podcast. Obviously. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Young quietly removed the heavy tree from on top of her, crawled out of the hole, and ran into the woods away from the van. Good choice. Yes. Great choice, yeah. She eventually saw headlights, which she followed to a road and to the house where she asked for help. Young told the officers that she had been afraid of her husband for a long time. He had threatened to kill her multiple times over the years and had told Young that he would kill her before she got half of his retirement. Money can do crazy things to people. Yes. And Che was retired from the military after serving 30 years. Oh, he also did intelligence for the United States military and traveled all over the world. He was extremely oh, smart. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Between officers being dispatched to the home and Che driving away in the van from the home was less than five minutes. Wow. So they know they're right in the middle of it. They're in the thick of it. Like, there wasn't much time that went by. No. So they're out looking for him as he's burying her and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. They knew something immediately happened. Yeah. When police officers arrived at the on-home, they found the garage door open, doors unlocked, with signs of disturbance in the home. So how how does Che think he was going to get away with this, I wonder? I don't know. What does he think is going to happen? I wish I could ask him. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think he's... In a crazed state at this point. Absolutely. He's not thinking clearly. While officers were on the scene, the children returned home and told officers that the daughter had received an emergency text from her mom at 1.07 p.m. with the location of the house with a map. So the daughter was in the emergency contact list. Right. And a friend of Young's showed up to the home around the same time. She had received the emergency text as well. That's just amazing. So um, Young, she really 
kind of thought ahead. Yes, said, she you know, had I'm a gonna... feeling that he was going to try to hurt her yeah, she and had kill the, her. She had the forethought to plan out, okay, I'm going to make sure I have an emergency list right? so that if I would how I don't know, I don't have an Apple Watch. But she knew that, okay, if anything ever happened, I could easily send a message and then these people would receive it. Right. That's cool. Now, thank God most people have cameras around their homes nowadays. Right. Video surveillance from the surrounding neighbors shows Young and her children returning home in her Prius and parking on the road in front of the house behind Che's van. We see the children leave in the daughter's car. Oh, okay. And shortly after, Che is seen opening the garage, walking to his van, starting it, and pulling it into the garage, then shutting the garage door. Gotcha. Che is also seen getting into Young's Prius and driving away, returning to the home on foot a few minutes later. So he did have the forethought to remove her vehicle from in front of the home. Maybe staging it to look like she had left except to that, buy him some time. Yeah, except that all the neighbors have cameras. Everyone has a camera. What an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say. He's an idiot. The garage door opens and the van leaves the area. Within just a few minutes, the officers arrive to the home, plus the children and Young's friend. All within minutes. So, so the van leaves, and then yeah. everybody else so, pulls in. So Che clearly has not thought that out. I think he thought he had enough time to do what he was going to do and buy himself a few hours of the children, at least, thinking that their mom had left. But if he goes and let's say he successfully buries her and she dies and no one and no one ever finds her body, what's he going to come back and tell his kids and all the people that received emergency notifications from her? Oh, I don't know where she Well, went. he had been he would have been found guilty of murder without a body. That's true. That's he true, would be in prison no matter what. And because they have be, all of those cameras. And that would be worth it, not her getting half of his retirement. Yeah. I don't think he even thought no, that I there were cameras around the neighborhood. Yeah, I think he just his mind just went. Yeah, I agree. On October eighteenth, law enforcement found the hole that was to be Young's grave. It was in a clearing off an access road with downed trees and heavy limbs scattered around. At the edge of a clearing was an area of trees. Under those trees was the hole. Officers found duct tape and hair. The hole appeared to have been freshly dug. It measured 30 inches wide, 65 inches in length, and 19 inches deep. So this really wasn't a deep hole. No. No, this was a shallow grave. It wasn't even, I mean, shoot, it's only a foot and a half deep. Many parts of me would be sticking out. <laughs> now, she was me a too. small woman, a beautiful woman. I mean, she is. She didn't die. So, you know, maybe 19 inches. That she, covered everything. She could fit in there. Yes. Yeah. And a big tree. Right. Where you would have to dig for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> maybe put two trees. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, okay, serious. Duct tape and drag marks were found outside of the hole. Attached to one of the pieces of duct tape was the frame of an Apple Watch. Oh, my gosh. So I looked at this area on a map, and from the home on Rossburg Street, 
to Rainier Road where the grave is. Yeah. Rainier Road Southeast is about a seven minute drive. Okay. As you drive south down Rainier, it gets more and more rural. Sure. The house that she got help from was on Stedman Street, which is more rural. Gotcha. It looks like bigger pieces of property surrounded by woods. Okay. Wherever she was and wherever this access road that he had pulled off to, I feel like he kind of knew where he was going. So he kind of scoped it out before. I think he did. Yeah. I think he knew that if things got really bad between them, this is what he was going to do. He might bury her out there. Right. There's nothing out there. So from where I could see and where I kind of found an access road that was pretty south down Rainier, it's just heavily wooded area for her to run just scared out of her mind. With with, stab wounds With stab wounds. Right. And to run through the woods and to find this home. I just keep thinking. That's that's amazing. It's a miracle. Yeah. And... I am so glad that she was able to save herself. She saved herself. And I just can't imagine how scared she was doing this. It's really heartbreaking. (sighs) But she's here. She's still alive. Yeah. Che Kayong An was booked in the Thurston County Jail and is being held for first-degree attempted murder, domestic violence, first-degree kidnapping, assault, and felony harassment. That about covers it. I'm going to read you a quote from Che's bond hearing from the deputy prosecuting attorney, Elizabeth McMullen. She said, The declaration of probable cause laid out a really horrific situation in which the defendant dug a grave, placed his estranged wife in that grave, and told her that he was going to kill her after he had finally attacked her and kidnapped her from their home. That's rough. So he had every intention Of murdering her. Sure. And then I'm going to read a statement from Young. Now, she was not in the courtroom. I mean, obviously, this poor thing is traumatized. She says, please no bail. I am really afraid for my life. I just want to emphasize that I fear him so much and he will kill me again if he is out. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, he would finish this. There's no way he gets bail. Well, he was denied bail. Oh, obviously. Yes, he was denied bail. And, I mean, that's kind of anticlimactic at the moment, but he is in jail. He's in jail. So he's waiting trial? Well, he hasn't officially been charged yet, but he was booked. Gotcha. But, I mean, it's only a matter of time before he's actually charged with these, and then it goes into... right. Into the whole process. There's so much. I mean, they can't just pick one thing. They have a lot. And they got to decide how to how to do it yeah. so that it all comes out right. And how to proceed. I'm always in awe of people who are able to, to take a horrific situation. And by the grace of God, being able to kind of keep their wits about them. Oh, gosh, yeah. That they save themselves because she literally saved herself. She didn't just give up. No. She never once did she give up. She never accepted that it was over. Right. Even after she was basically buried alive. Right. She knew she needed to get out of that hole and what's, she made it happen. What's weird is he so he stabbed her, but he didn't he didn't like see if he killed her. I mean he didn't see if right. she was dead. I think he just thought she was gonna die in that hole. 
But like he it's, used like a, it's in the movies. You get one little stab wound and they instantly just fall over and they're instantly dead. Right. And the knife wasn't very big. Yeah. Thank goodness. The chest is pretty tough. That has to protect everything. So Well, and for women, um, it actually said that she was stabbed in the breast. Yeah. And I, I said chest. Right. So as women, we have a little more. Yeah, because you basically there. have more well you'd have to go deeper you have to go through the Mm -hmm. breast to get into the chest cavity and then puncture say lungs or heart and thank goodness he didn't yeah all my information for this case came from a few articles and i found the affidavit of probable cause okay so that's where most of my information came from is that document okay so that's it yeah. That's it. And Ooh. I'll keep you guys posted on what eventually happens. So assuming he gets life in prison, she will, I mm-hmm. assume. Hopefully. And then, you know, gets his due justice while he's in prison. <laughs> um, yeah. Now she has to deal with the fact that um, she has to move away from anything resembling woods. Oh, yes. Move to the beach. Or dirt. She probably doesn't want to go in any sort of holes in the ground. I would assume. Mm-mm. No. Ugh. I hope you guys enjoyed our little afternoon delight. And remember, Apple Watch, and if you have a husband. Or a wife. Or a wife, and they drive around in a minivan, <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Especially if they've threatened to kill you. Yes. Just, uh, yes. So put actually, some emergency contacts on yes. your Apple Watch. Uh-huh. Make sure it's very easy for you to dial 911. Pretty much if anyone has, especially your significant other, has said, you know what? I'm probably going to kill you. Take them seriously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't let them come do their damn laundry at the yeah, house. Yeah, no, no, no. Restraining order, oh everything. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Well, be careful. For marriage, could be a life sentence. And divorce is always the better option, which she was trying to do. Let's <laughs> divorce this horrible man. Yes. Uh, All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.